0: You are listening to Alter Echo, a Scripture and Message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Alter Echo podcast. Uh, for For an unusual change of pace today, uh, Pastor Andy and I are both coming to you in the Scripture and Message podcast. Is this
0: like? double barreled. I mean, we're going to give it to them from all angles.
1: All sides. Well, maybe not all angles, but at least a couple of different angles, right?
0: One of us might be too much on a weekly basis, but two of us is doubly too much maybe for people, huh? That's right. We're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Are we just a (laughs) little bit too
1: much, both of us? Probably Uh. just a little bit. But... (laughs) But um, we are coming to you today uh, to kick off our program here with Rally Sunday. And so we actually are both going to be kind of tag teaming the sermon. I shouldn't say we're both preaching. That sounds like everyone's getting two sermons, two yeah. full sermons. Right? That's not quite it. But we will both be sharing included in the one sermon on Sunday. <laughs> So, lest we scare you off from coming uh, on Sunday, uh, you get to hear both of our voices, but um, in a single, cohesive message. How's that? Oh,
0: there you go. Good, well done, Mm -hmm. well defined. That's right. Yeah.
1: But we haven't even told you what we're going to talk about yet, have we?
0: We we haven't, and maybe what's going to happen is we'll flow right out of the gospel lesson today and kind of reveal what this is all about, why we're kicking it off this way, and Hopefully, what a great and joyous thing it's going to be for people.
1: A mystery, a surprise, and a delight.
0: All wrapped in an enigma.
1: And in one sermon, everybody. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: We better get on to the scripture, I suppose, huh?
1: Fasten your seatbelts. <laughs>
0: That's right. Clear the, clear the runway for takeoff. So uh, this is Luke 15, 1 to 10, two stories that everybody's going to recognize readily I think two favorites. I know the first one for sure is a favorite of mine Mm -hmm. for any number of reasons, which we can talk about a little bit too, but this won't um, get in the way of us getting into the theme for the year and all that. So this is Luke 15, if you want to open your Bibles, verses one through 10. It's the parable of the lost sheep followed by the parable of the lost coin. And here is how Luke says it. Now, all the tax collectors and sinners all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling, saying, this fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, He lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or, what woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, Sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Dear friends, this is the gospel of our Lord.
1: Praise to you, O Christ.
0: All right. So we are going to start this sermon not necessarily on those two scripture passages, but on a little larger theme. And the theme this year, starting today or this coming Sunday for the whole fall going through October, is whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So I just want to start there today. And I I probably want to ask the question, not just for your sake, but for our sake here as well, um, what is God's glory? And if The Bible and Jesus, and in this case it would be the Apostle Paul who said that, says to us, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Why are we doing what we do? Um, I think the glory of God is about God being so overly generous, so overly loving, so overly overjoyed over us, even though we are sinners, um, that everything that we do should target you know, a response to that kind of God. God's glory is God giving his own self in Jesus Christ to save us. God's glory is a free gift that um, we can't ever repay, nor does God ask us to repay, because we can't. Um, So everything we do is for the glory of God. Uh, Pastor Kim, you and I both went to Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota, and one of the themes at Concordia is Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. What if each of us oriented everything that we do, whatever we do, toward glorifying God? What would that look like? Would that change the way we live? Of course it would. If we look at what we do and it isn't very glorifying, we look at that and say, um, I've got to change that way. You know. So anyway, this I think this theme this year is a little bit about self-searching. And about saying, if we looked at our lives, could we say that everything that we do is for the glory of God? The answer is no, we're sinners. We never do things perfectly. But could we turn our lives in such a way that our perspective, our mindset, our awareness, our everything that we do um, is in the context of trying to do everything we can to glorify a loving, wonderful, saving, all good God of our lives. So... Where does that take you next in your thought process?
1: Well, uh, one of the first things that you said just there was Mm. that God does this because God is overly generous, Mm. right? Mm. And I really heard that in this gospel reading in both of the parables, right? Um, Specifically in the generosity of searching out the one, right? Right. Uh, Maybe that seems like a small thing because it is the one that is searched out, not so many, right? Generosity seems like it has this connotation of um, how much, right? A grandiosity. Um, And yet it's the one that matters to God. Hmm. Each one counts. Mm -hmm. And there's a real beautiful generosity in saying that God is willing to go to great lengths Mm. to come and search and find and care for you Mm. or for me or for each of us, right? And so then I guess our question becomes, what is our response to that, Mm. right? Um, How do we live uh, to glorify God, but also then how do we see that our life starts to matter because we are living in a way that glorifies God? How do you make your life count Mm. because you have been a recipient of this overflowing generosity from our God?
0: Hmm.
1: So it, it it realigns our individual actions to say, "Oh gosh, you know, one of the, one of the actions that came to mind for me as you were talking about um glorifying God is how do how do I react when I'm irritated in traffic maybe? That's maybe a really simple thing. <laughs> how do you thing?
0: react when you react to well, it? <laughs> it probably God.
1: depends on whether or not my kid is in the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I react. Okay. But but probably some hmm. of those um those things are maybe not framed within the context of glorifying God. So if we can take that bigger perspective, can we make our life count in a bigger way? Because we have been recipients of a generosity Mm -hmm. that has outpoured upon us. Mm -hmm. And can we make our life count in a way that outpours generosity upon other Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. too, right? Mm -hmm. It would be so easy and probably reasonable for so many of us to go through life just fulfilling obligations and duties yeah. and expectations and responsibilities. And those are all admirable and noble mm-hmm. things. Um, but we can do that in a way that's just checking boxes, or we can do it in a way that has impact, yeah. right? That has positive outcomes for other people, mm. that follows God's lead of generosity <clears throat> and seeks out the one that's lost among us or mm. the one that's in need among mm. us. And I think that way we see a ripple effect of really making our life count. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might have been our own Elisa Brown who posted on Facebook earlier this week something that I thought was really cool. And it was um, that instead of paying it forward by buying the drink for this person at Starbucks behind you, what if you took that money and paid off the free and reduced lunch debt for somebody Aish. else at your school, Aish. right? Yeah. Um, how can we have generosity in a way that makes a difference and matters for mm-hmm. people and doesn't just treat them to something nice nice I think that might be an interesting metaphor for us as we think about how our actions count and matter yeah for others and glorify God
0: yeah yeah well two things on that one is um, if God has a cer- certain way God's mm-hmm. heart beats in a certain way for the world what if we thought about our lives as having the heart of God beating in us mm-hmm. you know that our heart is God's heart yeah. or God's heart can become our heart mm-hmm. Uh, or ours can become God's, and, and we have that perspective. Mm. Secondly, I love the idea of saying, okay, there are perspective shifts that take us deeper. Yeah. So we could pay off the drink in the Starbucks line behind us, mm-hmm. or we could take that money and put it to even greater use, make our life count even more yeah. by paying off a mm-hmm. free or reduced lunch debt sure. that somebody has. So let me take this exact paradigm deepening Mm -hmm. um, one step further and so this is uh, this is such pedestrian stuff but let's go there we often talk at church about volunteering we can volunteer at Salvation Army we can volunteer at the food shelf we can volunteer at the at the pet hospital whatever there's a myriad of ways we can volunteer but what if we said at church we don't volunteer we actually serve We serve God we serve one another Jesus said I came not to uh, be served but to serve so even the heartbeat of Jesus in saying I'm gonna make my life count in even deeper ways I'm gonna glorify God in even deeper ways is recognizing that there's a perspective shift that actually can take us deeper um, with the word we use and the word is I'm gonna serve Um, at church. I'm going to serve with my life. I'm not just going to volunteer. That's a thin thing we can say again. All right, I'm going to check that box. I did that. Mm -hmm. But service is about a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you know, and a a real perspective. I remember one of our Affirm kids a few years ago saying, going to, I think her mother, because I think her mother relayed this to me and saying, they want us to be servants. And she didn't say it in a happy way. Like they want us to be slaves, (laughs) you know, they want us to be slaves and servants. Like we're supposed to serve with a little white towel, you know, over our arm, like a, you know, like a servant at a a restaurant. Well, yes, Jesus wants us to be servants. Doesn't just want us to be volunteers, but to take the posture of serving others, loving others, caring for and about others, being open to that. And here's a word, you know, that, that takes us into a different place um, just by using that word instead of another. So I'm going to encourage and challenge people here at St. John's to say, not I'm going to volunteer anymore, but I'm going to serve. I'm going to serve Christ, and I'm going to serve Christ's people.
1: And another similar hmm. perspective shift, I think, um, is to think about the ways that we give rather than simply donate what we have, right? Um, As you were talking about that, the word that came to mind for me was inconvenient, Mm. right? Mm. Um, One of the things that I do as a personal practice, if I buy a new piece of clothing, I get rid of one that I have. Nice. As a way to keep myself from just accruing more and Mm. more and more because I do not need more, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so I donate something, Mm. which is... Fine, But perhaps it is just convenient for me to be able to take Hmm. one thing that I don't need and give it to give it away to an unknown person who may or may not be in need as well. Right. Hmm. Hmm. But it is so that that can be convenient. Yeah. And it's fairly comfortable for us to just donate something. Right. Mm -hmm. But the harder thing that Jesus is maybe asking us to do is to be willing to inconvenience ourselves Hmm. to give. Hmm. Right. Um. To maybe challenge ourselves to be a little more generous than is comfortable, to maybe have to make a sacrifice or two, to maybe not stop at Starbucks ourselves and give up our latte, right? Mm. Just in a small example, right? But to give a little bit beyond what might just be comfortable Mm. or what might just be easy for us. Um, I'm sure we could look at our, you know, our finances, our time, our resources, our possessions, even our our compassion, mm. and give an amount that is comfortable and easy. Sure. But Jesus asks us to do a little bit above and beyond that, or even a lot above and beyond that.
0: Well, look to... at the look at the shepherd who mm-hmm. went to the ends of the earth to find the one lost. That's right. Or the woman who turned her house upside down to find the coin. That's right. It was beyond comfortable.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And I think the core of it, too, is that this is about what people need, mm-hmm. right? What does the recipient need? Mm. Not just what might be kind or what might be nice or helpful, mm. but what, what's actually going to meet a need here? Yeah. The lost sheep needed to be found, yeah. right? And that woman needed the coin that was lost. Mm-hmm. So what if we took a perspective that the one who might be receiving our generosity, whether we know that person or not, we might actually do enough to meet a need yeah. and not just a small Band-Aid yeah. for whatever they're facing in their life. Yeah. Then we go beyond just donating yeah. and we move into the, the more difficult but more gratifying work of giving.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like, Well, and we'll wrap it up with this too, but I really like the, um, you know, the, the fact that this isn't an either or. We we might need to do things in more difficult ways, mm-hmm. but we also realize that it's more gratifying when we do that. It's yeah. both. Yeah. It's both and. It's not either or. Mm-hmm. Um, and even doing things to the glory of God takes us into that place too. Yeah. It's a deeper calling. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a a way of saying to us, we need to set ourselves aside and just our own self-absorption and our own Mm self-centered perspectives. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only way we can do things for God's glory is to not do things for our glory, Mm -hmm. you know. And so the deeper, more difficult challenge Mm -hmm. also becomes and issues in the greater joy. Mm -hmm. I remember a stewardship chair years ago saying, give till it feels good. I had to ask him what he meant by that. And he said that giving, being a generous person, you know, being a giver toward God and even toward the church ultimately takes us through a period of challenge where we have to say to ourselves, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. But you stick with it and uh, when you come out the other end, you realize that the joy Mm -hmm. of giving, you have a need to give and the joy of giving is greater than you ever Mm -hmm. expected. Mm -hmm. So, I like this whatever you do do it for the glory of God know that God's calling to us is a challenge mm-hmm. to, to go beyond ourselves mm-hmm. but to go beyond is to discover more and more and more mm-hmm. about God God's kingdom and um, our our place in it mm-hmm. well thanks for this conversation thank you how do we how do we flesh things out if we don't have conversations together and right. this is one way of fleshing right. out where we go and are called to go deeper with mm-hmm. with our faith and with our Lord yeah All right everyone church this Sunday 8:15 and remember 10:30. that's the second service we we'll go back to regular fall hours 8:15 and 10 30 and rally Sunday great breakfast on hand all kinds of fun things we really look forward to seeing all of you in this new season. God's blessings. And now God's word is alive in us again, anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org I'll repeat it sjlcl.org and up in the right hand corner you'll see a little button named donate hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.